AFR On Demand is brought to you by Breck Golf. Try Beaver Creek today, just 20 minutes from downtown Baton Rouge in the Zachary area. They've got a PGA Tour driving range, a short game practice area, 30 to 40-yard practice shots. It's a great place to chip and putt and practice if you don't have time for a full round. Book your tee time today, golf.breck.org, golf.breck.org. Matt Moscona. I'm very important. After further review. Say one more time. After further review with Matt Moscona. And here we go. ESPN Baton Rouge, New Orleans, Alexandria. <laughs> Live from the Mercedes-Benz of Baton Rouge Studios. Hour three, off we go. Welcome aboard. Glad you're with us. AFR presented by Pluckers. I'm Matt. This is Shaq O'Neal, and I hate Matt. Paul O'Neal. They're chanting Paul O'Neal's name. So. And Mr. Toby Tomplake. All right, we're here. Glad you are as well. Get out there and make it a good one. Five o'clock, quitting time. Glad you're driving home with us. Or if you got the week or the day off of work, thanks for being here with us. Uh, an important day for LSU, for all of college football, as it is the start of the early signing period, which has really replaced the traditional February National Signing Day, as we all know. Tigers, Inc., 25 players. Uh, one player defected. Dalen Austin, a cornerback out of California, as was expected. He flipped to Oregon, where he signed today. And LSU did add Kamarn Pimpton, a uh, tight end who is out of the state of Texas, had been committed to Vanderbilt, 6'6", 230-ish pound target, who Brian Kelly raved about today. So uh, 25 signees for the Tigers. They'll announce the, um, the transfer players on Friday when the early signing period window closes. Brian Kelly said 15 of these guys will be, of uh, the uh, 25 that signed today, will be on campus in January. And another 8 to 10 Transfer portal guys will as well. So still a lot of work to do uh, in the portal between now and the start and the closing of this portal window. Uh, something I want to do do was um, take a, a segment here. We've talked a lot about signing day, the process of getting this class together, uh, spots where they feel like they went heavy, where they still have work to do, the numbers, all of that stuff. I do want to take uh, a minute here uh, as we start hour three to talk about the offense and the defense and the actual on-field prospects and where this class looks like it's going to make sort of an immediate and maybe a long-term impact. Uh, so we'll do the defense in the next segment. Let's start with offense. Uh, first of all, uh, Brian Kelly was pretty clear that in this class, um, a word he used often was was balance in this class. You know, we're looking for um, pretty good balance on offense and defense, which I think we've gotten. Um and certainly, uh, look, you know, you're always looking for players to impact immediately. Uh, but this is, a, this is a class that I believe that when we recruit them, uh, what we're asking them to do uh, is immediately impact LSU football. And that means represent LSU in a, in a positive way uh, in the classroom, in the community, and, and as it relates to football. So be ready to compete. Um. And, and he's right. They did strike balance with 
with the number of signees with the 25 that they got. It was interesting, as Brian Kelly met with reporters today, nobody asked about Ricky Collins. Typically, quarterback is always going to be something that is a bit of a lightning rod where you want to know about the signal caller. And I'm curious, maybe it's just because Ricky Collins is someone who we've known for a long time, a guy who prepped at Woodlawn here in Baton Rouge, of course, was a Purdue commit. Uh, oddly, of course, LSU playing Purdue in the bowl game. Was a Purdue commit. LSU flipped him. And now Ricky Collins, part of LSU's class, but he's a consensus four-star, uh, the number 14 quarterback in the country, 6'2", 182-pounder. Um, maybe the reason is just because we all know the nature of that position, and it's transient, and guys don't stay. And so there's maybe some reason to wonder, you know, will Ricky Collins see the field when you've got highly rated young guys ahead of him will he stay but he's a guy that when you lean into the local angle there's there's more of a reason to think yeah man that guy similar to walker if you do have guys that might stick it out they're more likely to do so uh, instead of heading back closer to home because of course this is home now the the position that brian kelly said uh, could have an early impact that surprised me is when he talked about the offensive line, considering you got five starters returning. But here's what Brian Kelly said about that our offensive line, the potential to play early. In-state was was really big for us in, in terms of getting, you know, Tyree Adams, obviously, out of um, St. Augustine, a really big uh, get for us and a guy that we're excited about. And uh, Lance Hurd, obviously, uh, Monroe and and another Louisiana kid that we're, we're certainly excited about. You know, if you go down the list in terms of DJ Chester out of Eagles Landing, a big uh, athletic uh, offensive lineman, uh, again, that uh, we think can come in. These are guys that we believe can impact us on the offensive line right away with some turnover that we're going to have. Paul uh, Mubenga is an outstanding prospect, great school, comes from a Georgia powerhouse in Buford High School that, that I believe is is somebody that can compete and uh, you know plug in right away. So, you know, from an offensive line standpoint, I think, you know, we really did our uh, due diligence in terms of finding the right guys that can impact. Here's the interesting question about offensive line. All five starters return and your top six guys return. Of course, Miles Frazier's back and Miles Frazier and Garrett Dellinger rotated at, at left guard. So your top six guys are back. There isn't immediate playing time available. There isn't. But that's also a position where it's it is it is proven statistically, it is the position that has the the highest injury rate risk, and therefore the most the most turnover. Which is why you need depth. A lot of LSU's veteran depth is now gone. Marcus Dumerville, Xavier Hill, Cam Wire. So you've got your six starters returning, or your first six guys returning, and after that, it's a whole bunch of youth. So what they do here to four is going to be interesting. Are you addressing offensive line in the portal to bring in veteran depth, which I was told early in this process they were going to do, or do you rely on the guys that you've signed? One of them, of course, is Lance Hurd, who is the highest-rated signee in LSU's class. He's a five-star. Uh, he's number 15 overall in the country in the on-three composite. Uh, he's the... Uh, third best offensive tackle in the country. I mean, that's a dude right there who you would think is looking to come in and play right away, although there ain't a spot for him 
But when Brian Kelly told this story about Lance Hurd earlier today, that don't seem like a guy that's coming here waiting, uh, waiting his turn to play. I like Lance Hurd. Um, I like his personality. He's extremely confident. Um, maybe, uh, yeah, I'll share this with you. Um, in recruiting him early on, uh, as we were going through the process, he said, Coach, you know I'm only going to play left tackle, and that's it. I said, well, we got a true freshman, Will Campbell, playing left tackle right now. He's pretty good. He goes, well, I've seen Will Campbell play. I played with Will Campbell. I'm playing left tackle. And ever since that time, I was like, I like this kid. Uh, just his confidence. And it, it wasn't cocky, but it was, it was a confidence. And um, he's just been that way in the recruiting process. Ha has a great confidence level, believes in what he's doing and what he can do for this program. And then we... We put him through the ringer now. I mean, we brought him in here, and we worked him out, and he kept coming back, and we worked him out again, and we got eyes on him, and we watched him and watched him, and maybe some of you guys were here, but we, we put him through the, the ringer, and um, he passed every test for us. So um, feel great about him being in the program. I love the story. I don't think he's beating out Will Campbell with a year as a starter at left tackle. But could he come in and play somewhere on that line right away? Yup. You got the right makeup. You just saw two true freshmen win jobs this year. Come beat somebody out. That's how you build an elite program. You don't shy away from competition. You have dudes that are five-star that say, I'm coming in to take that five-star's job. I don't care if he's been playing for a year. That's how you do it. You never shy away from that. You want that guy. And if someone's afraid of it, do you want them in your program? Like, that's a fair question to ask. Bring in the competition, man. And, yeah, you're going to have developmental guys. He called Paul Mubenga. He said he's a great developmental guy. He's got a, a great frame with a lot of athleticism, powerhouse. Buford, Georgia. Buford's been great to LSU over the years. Maybe they got another one. Tyree Adams out of out of St. Aug in New Orleans. Yeah, bring them on, man. Um, Running back, you signed two today. From the state of Louisiana, I love that, and I would not be surprised at all if if you told me if you told me today that either one of those running backs, Holly or Jackson, either one of them, played a significant role on LSU's offense next year, would not surprise me in the least, because you're look you're returning Josh Williams, but I, we've talked about this a bunch, and as good as Josh Williams is, he's not a a pro, he doesn't have a pro skill set. I'll put it to you that way. He doesn't have an NFL draft skill set. So you bring in guys that are physically superior. If they can do the same things, why can't those guys steal reps? I'm not saying Josh Williams ain't gonna play. My point is, you got Williams back. Armani Goodwin's coming off of injury. Noah Kane, good player, maybe doesn't have the explosive burst. What is John Emery gonna do? Don't know if he's coming back. If he's going pro, we'll see. My point is, you got a lot of questions. So it's not out of the question. One of those young guys could step in and win a job and win reps. And the other position, of course, is wide receiver. Five-star Shelton Sampson signed today. And one that LSU was, I don't want to say sweating, but that there was some conversation, you know, could he end up signing elsewhere, was Jalen Brown, 
Uh, one time five star uh, lands as a four star out of Miami. Miami pushed hard for him out of Gulliver Prep there in Miami. Uh, Jalen Brown ends up a part of this class. Here was Brian Kelly today on the highly rated uh, game breaker out of Miami. Big play guy um, can can certainly take the top off of any coverage. Probably more of an X place to the field, uh, but elite speed. Um, so we see him as a guy that can uh, do some things that are, are fairly unique in a sense that um, really can turn the field over for us. So, um, you know, he's got to develop, continue to get stronger, I think. And, and he's working at it. He knows he's got to get stronger in the weight room. But, you know, he's, he's, he's a guy that brings a speed element. Uh, and, and, we boy, we, we've got guys with really good speed. But he brings an elite speed that's going to be fun. You add Aaron Anderson to that mix as well, and all of a sudden you're—I mean—you're cooking now. So Jalen Brown comes in, Shelton Sampson, the five-star receiver, one of the top receivers in the country. He's a guy that's going to get on the field right away as well. And when you got that many talented guys, I mean, you're going to have a—you're going to give defenses a lot of trouble. That—that uh, that wide receiver U moniker just continues to develop, whether it's warranted or not. The, the, the bottom line is, LSU's got an awful lot of weapons that teams are going to have a, a hard time uh, dealing with this year and and beyond. They reloaded at that receiver position undeniably. Okay, um, let me break. We'll come back and talk about the defense. National Signing Day edition of AFR. Glad you're here. Stick around. AFR. AFR is brought to you by River City's One Hour Air, where they're always on time or you don't pay a dime. You do realize that Saturday is Christmas Eve and Sunday is Christmas Day. And it's also going to be in the teens. So... If you have trouble with your home central heater, no worries. Call River City's one-hour air. I tell you all the time, nights, holidays, weekends, they'll always come out, and they'll never charge you extra. Uh, Annette Lofton sent this five-star review. Servicemen are professional and articulate, and articulate clearly and in simple-to-understand terms. Give helpful do-it-yourself cleaning tasks. Explain when to call them for other types of cleaning tasks. I would highly recommend River City's one-hour air. Another five-star Google review. Certainly mine. In that mix as well, experience your own. Your home central heater, have that AC, that uh, heating safety check. Do it today. River City's One Hour Air. 752-0001, or onehourbr.com, where they're always on time, or you don't pay a dime. After further review with Matt Moscona, ESPN Baton Rouge, New Orleans, Alexandria. Presented by Plucker's Wing Bar. Open till midnight or later every night of the week, where every Monday is all-you-can-eat wings. Plucker's Wing Bar. If you don't like our wings, we'll give you the bird. All right, now, Ott will be here in about 20 minutes from right now. Uh, Jimmy hit on both plays yesterday. Gave you Eastern Michigan in the Day Bowl game, which hit. And then he gave you Liberty in the nightcap, which also hit with a late cover. So the Otter continues to roll. Uh, You got the uh, New Orleans Bowl tonight with uh, South Alabama. Um, Who's South Alabama playing? South Alabama is playing the Western Kentucky Hilltoppers. Right, South Alabama, Western Kentucky tonight in uh, New Orleans Bowl. Get a pick from Ott coming up here in about 20 minutes from right now. 
All right, let's look at the defensive side of LSU signing class today. Uh, Brian Kelly said he wanted balance and uh, certainly got that. We'll just start up front and then work our way back. The um, Look, the defensive line is clearly an area of need for LSU, uh, especially on the interior. We know you played three guys this year. Because of Mason Smith's injury, you played Roy, Guillory, and, of course, Makai Wingo came in. Roy's going pro. So you've got Guillory and Wingo back. Mason Smith's coming off an of injury, but you are still paper thin right there. You've got a couple of guys that redshirted this year, and Bryce Langston, Ty G. Hill, and Fitzgerald West, who bounced back and forth with offense and defense. Bottom line is you, you got to get help on the defensive front. And you know, Brian Kelly, when he was asked today, and it, of the players LSU signed today, the 25 high school signees, none is a defensive tackle. Um, so when Brian Kelly was asked, the the remaining positions of need, it was pretty obvious where he was going to start. Heavy influence on the defensive line. Um, I think you'll see defensive line, defensive backfield um, as the particular areas that we still need to address um, as we move forward. So defensive line, defensive backfield. Um, it's worth noting, LSU did add two transfers on the defensive line last night. Um, with Sands from Arizona and Lee from Florida. So that's two veteran guys to add to your interior rotation. So it brings up the five on the interior. They're probably not done there either. Now, the one uh, defensive player that they added of great significance today, certainly uh, the second highest rated prospect, or third, I guess, depending, in the uh, in the on-three composite, it's, it's Lance Hurd, Shelton Sampson, and then Deshaun Womack. Womack is a guy... Who there were a few nervous moments late because when you get a guy that's that highly rated that's out of state, people wanted to make sure that that he did put pen to paper and he did. An edge player at 6'4", 245 that uh, LSU was clearly very high on. You know, obviously a team that you know their rivalry game is IMG. You know, it's a pretty good caliber of competition week in and week out. Um, but he does. He fits the jack position for us. You know, obviously with uh, BJ going to the NFL. Um, you know, there's a natural opening there, you know, on our roster. Um, and we think he's a guy that um, can come in immediately and compete for playing time. So when you look at the jack spot, remember, I know we know that we got to see Harold Perkins there a lot, but that's not where Harold Perkins is going to play. I'm not saying he'll never play in that spot, but Harold Perkins is going to be an every down inside linebacker. He's going to be next to Greg Penn taking that Baskerville role. Like that's going to be what Harold Perkins is. As good as he is on the edge of rushing the passer, he's going to be a, he's going to be Devin White. He's going to be a three down inside backer. So you look at at that that Jack spot with Ojolari out. You know, Savion Jones. We've talked a lot about him, but Savion Jones is most likely going to take the the Ali Gay role at that big end on the left. That's where he played this year. Yes, I know that um, you've got other guys that will rotate through there, but Xavier Carter is the guy that would play. The, the the jack spot it would be listed as an edge as a as a jack and then if you talk about you know, but Carter barely played this year and then if you talk about Womack that's a true freshman coming in um, LSU did add the Oregon transfer um, as well as an edge player in this class so you're starting to build depth but they've got to get more there as well uh, as far as edge so that's what Brian Kelly's talking about adding the defensive line they're not done we've gone over the numbers a couple of times already but. 25 high school signees. You've got four commitments from the portal already. They'll announce the, the portal, uh, all the portal commitments on Friday. But Kelly said 15 of the 25 high school guys right now 
will be on campus in January, and they'll have eight to ten, eight to ten transfers on campus as mid-years as well. You got four committed right now. So you got more coming, and you better believe you're going to see D-line, and you're certainly going to see the secondary as well. So that's where, look, linebacker, I'm not trying to just brush over linebacker, but you you addressed linebacker a year ago in a significant way because you knew what your numbers were going to look like. So you have Greg Penn coming back. You've got West Weeks coming back as well, and they love the way DeMario Tolan emerged. And yes, of course, Harold Perkins is going to play there. And then you sign two linebackers today in this class with uh, Witt Weeks, West Weeks' younger brother, and uh, and then uh, Christian Braithwaite as well, uh, part of this class. So two younger guys coming in. Not to say it's out of the realm of possibility that they'd add a linebacker if there's a great player they want, but they seem good with the blend of veterans and young guys coming in, experience and and green players to grow and develop at linebacker. They seem good there. They added plenty at safety today and Brian Kelly was also pretty clear he was asked can you play number six he was asked can any of these say because remember the cornerback numbers you're losing your top four corners you the only corners you return are seven banks and LaTerrence Welch that's it you sign Hughes today out of Bishop Gorman in Vegas that gives you three and you're thinking you're going to get Ricks tomorrow which would make it which would bring you to four four corners like they have Got to add corners. Brian Kelly was asked, can any of these safeties that you signed today play corner? No, I think we've addressed it. You know, we feel really comfortable when recruiting has completed um, and it hasn't completed totally for us yet. We feel like we're going to be to the numbers that we wanted to be at the cornerback position. So um, is there a little bit of flexibility there? Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, we've we know that there's great flexibility with Ryan Yates, this guy that can play corner and safety. I know, I know there's some flexibility even with some players on our roster. Um, but we feel good about the numbers um, that, that will be reflected, um, you know, as we get into, you know, we're, we're going we're gonna to have a, a recruiting weekend in January. Uh, and that one recruiting weekend in January will probably um, – be where we kind of finish off our recruiting for this recruiting cycle. One quick point of clarification. LSU does, and I'm seeing this right now, they do list on the on the, uh, the official website that Ashton Stamps out of Rummel, the three-star, they list him officially as a cornerback as well. Signed as a safety and all the, the composite and everything like that, but LSU on the website officially lists him as a corner. So that means you'd have Banks, Welsh, Hughes, Stamps, and then Ricks tomorrow if they get him. But that's five. And only banks will have significant college action. So you gotta go. You've got to go into the portal to get cornerbacks. At safety today, you added Doherty, Yates, Jackson, and that's on top of Major Burns coming back. Greg Brooks could come back at that nickel safety spot. You're good at safety. Your numbers are good at safety. It's obvious where in the portal they've got to go address. They've still got to get guys on the defensive line, and they have got to get cornerbacks in the transfer portal. I'll remind you again on the timeline. 45-day portal window is open. It opened last Monday. So it's open until January the 20th. That's just the window for guys to enter the portal. You got to declare the portal. You don't have to choose your final destination then. And then after spring, there's another portal window. 
So you this may be a thing where you wait until after spring, a guy loses his job in spring football or realizes he's further down the depth chart than he likes and looks for another opportunity, and that's when something like that could, could come about. But it's it's obvious. It's obvious where LSU's needs are. D-line, cornerback, and you look for uh, look for some some movement on that soon uh, at those two spots. All right, it's after further review. We're brought to you by Mold Zero USA. Mold-ZeroUSA.com. Mold-ZeroUSA.com. Yo, we live in Louisiana, man. It's wet, and a lot of times it's humid. I know it's cold right now, but that's a breeding ground for mold. It's a breeding ground for mold. Sometimes you may not even know it's there. Mold Zero USA. You don't have to worry about cutting sheetrock, ripping out insulation, all that sort of stuff. If you got mold or think you might, call Jim Woodworth and the gang over at Mold Zero, servicing Greater Baton Rouge and Greater New Orleans. Or go to the website, mold-zerousa.com. You see right there at the top of the website, the number for Baton Rouge, the number for New Orleans. Mold-zerousa.com. They're patented, non-toxic dry fog, which means they spray it, gets into every nook and cranny. It'll kill all the mold and dozens of other pathogens. Or eliminate odor as well. And as soon as that fog dissipates, boom, you're back in the house. No worries at all. Uh, they even on their website have a performance study from the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers. So you want to learn more about the validity of the Mold Zero dry fog process? You can do it right there. Mold-ZeroUSA.com. Mold-ZeroUSA.com for Mold Zero. All right, it's after further review. Uh, glad you're hanging out with us here. We are, let's see, about 15 minutes away. We get some otter locks from Jimmy. Uh, also, some Pluckers trivia. And uh, one other thing that I want to delve into when we come back quickly, I'll give you a thumbnail preview of LSU and East Tennessee State. Uh, Tigers' final non-conference basketball game before, well, they'll have the SEC Big 12 Challenge later, but they'll play Texas Tech. But final non-conference game before the Tigers open up conference play um, against Arkansas. So Matt McMahon and the squad, their last time uh, to get out on the floor tonight and tune up before uh, the 10th-ranked Hogs come into uh, the Maravich Center. So uh, we'll preview that one. Let's hear from Matt, McM Matt uh, McMahon here briefly. And uh, remember, busy night tonight. Real quick, uh, Brian Kelly show is tonight. So the final Brian Kelly radio show of the year is tonight. It's uh, And it's at TJ Ribs and on Eagle 98.1. Uh, if you're in Baton Rouge, the basketball game moves over to 100.7, the Tiger, tonight. So... Brian Kelly show on Eagle basketball game on 100.7 the Tiger uh, tonight with that conflict. The T Bob and I will have a scone and tea from Oliver Twist on the Watch 1045 ESPN YouTube channel. So if you'd like to join us there, we'd love to see y'all there. Okay, uh, we'll knock out a quick break, come back, do some pluckers trivia, and preview the basketball game. Stick around. AFR. It's a raving fan shout out. Presented by Darren James and Associates, brokered by EXP Realty. Buying or selling, commercial or residential. Call Darren James. Wall Street Journal's list of the top 1% of realtors in America. That's not subjective. That's objective fact based on the number of homes closed. And you know how Darren James gets to closing tables? Ask yourself how many realtors that you hear do daily radio ads, daily marketing of their listings, your property to get it sold. Does your realtor have a plan? Ask your realtor, he said, what is your plan? to get my home sold. And if that plan is, we're going to put a sign in the yard and list your home on the MLS, not going to get it done. Call Darren James and say, what's your plan to sell my home? Prepare to be blown away. 
why Darren James gets results. 335-7666 or agent225.com for Darren James. Think real estate. Think Darren James. After further review with Matt Moscona, ESPN Baton Rouge, New Orleans, Alexandria. Presented by Plucker's Wing Bar. Open till midnight or later every night of the week, where every Monday is all-you-can-eat wings. Plucker's Wing Bar. If you don't like our wings, we'll give you the bird. Uh, LSU basketball takes on East Tennessee State today, uh, the Buccaneers. Last time out, uh, the Buccaneers lost on Saturday to UNC Asheville. A bad beats on SportsCenter with SVP and Stanford Steve on Mondays is some of my favorite television. Like if you don't watch the 10 Central, 11 Eastern SportsCenter um, with SVP and Stanford Steve, you should. It's a great show. They're hilarious together. And bad beats is some of the best television you'll ever watch. It's like literally laugh out loud funny. Um, it's it's obviously uh, gam- bad gambling beats. And... I took notice of this one in particular because UNC Asheville was playing at East Tennessee State, and East Tennessee State gagged away a, a win. And this is actually how it finished. You'll, you'll, if you're watching, you'll see it. But if you're listening, um, Asheville is down two, so it's 73 to 71. Uh, there's 1.2 seconds left on the clock. They're inbounding from under their goal, and some gangly center receives a, a wobbly pass and heaves one to beat East Tennessee State. Here's how it sounded. See if he can do it again. Gets it in out to Pember. He gets it up with Scooter McDonald's and he hit it. Drew Pember hit it. And UNC Asheville has stopped on the hearts of the Buccaneers at Freedom Hall. Uh, it was a heinous beat because it wasn't just the three-pointer at the end. It was the collapse to get to that. Well, anyway... That's who LSU's playing tonight. It's uh, East Tennessee State, the Buccaneers that lost that game uh, at home via the bad beat. Um, they're playing tonight, and Matt McMahon talked about the opportunity to play against the Bucks. Really excited about this great opportunity for our team tomorrow night against East Tennessee State. One final opportunity to get better here before we head into the Christmas break. And uh, we've had two good days of preparation. Look forward to another good day today. And I uh, can't wait to take the floor tomorrow night at 7 o'clock. All right, so the Tigers have played uh, 11 games now. They're 10-1 and one with one game to go in the, in the pre-conference, as Matt McMahon mentioned. 7 o'clock tonight with East Tennessee State at 4-8. and 0-3 uh, on the road coming into the Maravich Center where the Tigers haven't lost. They're 7-0 and 0 on the season. But here was Matt McMahon on his thoughts on this team through 11 games. I don't really go into the season saying I hope we win this many games or we do this or that. We just want to build the best team that we can and, and hopefully max max out our team. It's been very challenging you know, starting a program over from scratch, but it's been a lot of fun as well. And we certainly have a long, long way to go. But the thing I'm most pleased with has been the buy-in of the players, their daily commitment to come to work and get better and want to improve and want to find different ways to win games. And so I hope those are things we'll be able to continue to build on as the season goes along. Statistically, they're almost identical. East Tennessee State scores 71 a game, LSU 73. Uh, LSU allowed 63, East Tennessee State 68. Um, East Tennessee State's 50, uh, they're both 46% from the floor. They both average 35 rebounds a game. Uh, They're very, very similar. 
Uh, just that LSU's found a way to, to beat a lot of bad teams. And East Tennessee State's just 4-8 and eight on the season. So, um, and 0-3 oh and on the road. So, great opportunity for LSU tonight as a 14-point uh, a favorite uh, to, to move to 11-1 and one on the year and uh, chalk up another win before they go into conference play. I mentioned this yesterday for those that haven't heard it, but if you are going to be watching, listening, or going to the game, uh, keep an eye out for Brock Jancic. Um, if the name sounds familiar, it should. John Jancic is a longtime uh, college football assistant who is a uh, a senior defensive analyst on LSU staff. He's a former D.C. at Tennessee and a lot of places. But um, John Jancic's son, Brock, is um, is a senior on the East Tennessee State team and uh, averages about seven points and three boards a game. So um, you're going to see uh, you'll see Brock Jancic tonight. They're playing for uh, for East Tennessee State, so keep that in mind tonight if you're watching the game. A little, uh, I'm curious if the I'm certain the Jancics will be at the game. Um, curious what colors they'll they'll be wearing tonight. I have a feeling it might just be that uh, East Tennessee State uh, blue and gold. So in any event, all right. It's after further review. We'll do some trivia here in a second. Quick reminder about GMFS Mortgage, GMFSMortgage.com. Changing lives since 1999. Home buy, refi, construction loans. They do it all at GMFSMortgage.com. GMFSMortgage.com. Get in touch with that local loan officer. Told you again last week, Fed bumped interest rates another half a point. Don't put it off, y'all. Don't allow rates to continue climbing. If you're thinking about moving, thinking about buying that home, thinking about uh, buying instead of renting, building equity, do it now. The more rates go up, the less your the, the further your buying power goes down. So don't put it off any further. Get in touch with the local loan officer, gmfsmortgage.com. gmfsmortgage.com since 1999. GMFS Mortgage. Changing lives. Okay, let's do some trivia before we hit Otter Locks. Of course, our Hump Day shows are brought to you by Pluckers. Every Wednesday at Pluckers, it's trivia night. 7.30, Blue Bonnet, 8 o'clock, Nicholson. Are right, you ready, Muse? As ready as I'm going to be. Okay. Yeah, I don't think you're going to do too good. Probably not. Per usual. Yeah, I mean, that, that's just the way this thing goes. I'm not coming up with the questions, though, by the way. Uh, I, know, I know. Stevie Levy, the king of the wings, sends me the questions. And I, I read them to mute. I mean, he could read them to me, but then I've already seen them. That's nah, no fun. Uh, Muse. All right. In the film Die Hard 2. You seen it? No. Seen Die Hard, not Die Hard 2. Which airport did the terrorists take over on Christmas Eve? You know what? It's got to be a pretty big airport, right? Got to be a big one. Uh, I'm going to go with LaGuardia Airport. No. <clears throat> uh, Dulles, Washington, D.C. Yeah, I would have never guessed that. Ever? No, I would have never. Like, that would, no. Do you not fly? Not very often. Did you know Dulles was in D.C.? No. Oh, that's that's why I would have never guessed that. Okay. I, could, I couldn't tell you any airport that's in Washington, D.C. Never been to Washington, D.C. Keep living. It'll okay. happen. All right. It'll happen. I'm good if it doesn't, but yeah, okay. You got to go to the nation's capital. I mean, I, yeah, sure. I'd like to. I mean, there's there's plenty of things there I want to see. Uh, Christmas won't be Christmas without any presents is the first line from which literary classic by Louisa... May Alcott. Or maybe Louisa. Louisa. 
gnarly. Um, Christmas, Christmas won't be Christmas, Christmas without any presents. Without any presents. Uh, how about the year without a Santa Claus? Oh, it'd be Little Women. That's what we were looking for. Little Women was the answer. Mm. All right, Muse looking to wear the collar again, unless we can nail this one. Muse, what is the name of the ocean? Excuse me. What is the name of the ocean current that appears every five to eight years around Christmas off the Pacific coast of South America? What is the name of the ocean current that appears every five to eight years around Christmas off the Pacific coast of South America? Is that El Nino? Ah! You like that? It's Spanish for the Nino. Okay. Chris Farley, Saturday Night Live. He didn't say yo soy. He said El Nino is Spanish for the Nino. The Nino. It's actually Spanish for the bull. Muse nailed one. Here we go. Happy for you, Muse. It's going to be a good day. It's going to be a good day. Uh, yeah, you fell off the beam six times, but you did land the disc. You, exactly Very nice. all Nicely done. That's not all that matters, actually. That's how you get a terrible score, but at least you get to walk off without face planting into the mat. So um, not all that matters, but at least a nice recovery. How about that? All right. Okay. Um, okay. We'll knock out our final break. Come back. Otterlocks, you bet he'll have a pick on the, uh, on the uh, New Orleans Bowl tonight. That's coming up next. It's AFR. AFR. Get Gordon and get it done. Gordon McKernan, injury attorneys. Been fired up to see all the announcements of the newest members of the G-Team. Not sure if you saw it, but Trey Morgan back as a member of the G-Team again for this baseball season. Excited to see that. Really cool video that they posted on their social media. And the LSU Lady Tigers basketball team. Very cool to see this. Uh, Check out the Get Gordon social media. Uh, go to Get Gordon on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Uh, go to Get Gordon, at Get Gordon, and you'll see uh, the Get Gordon team with the LSU Lady Tigers basketball team as well. Uh, the Tigers uh, were uh, participants in the 500-bike giveaway with an additional 25 bikes here uh, on this holiday season, so it's great to see. Uh, get Gordon and get it done like we always talk about. Of course, if you've been injured in an accident and you need representation, do what injured people in Louisiana have done for three decades. Get Gordon and get it done. But remember, especially around the holiday season, Gordon in the charitable arms, Gordon gives does so much for our communities. You know what to do. Get Gordon and get it done. After further review with Matt Moscona, ESPN Baton Rouge, New Orleans, Alexandria. Presented by Plucker's Wing Bar. Open till midnight or later every night of the week, where every Monday is all-you-can-eat wings. Plucker's Wing Bar. If you don't like our wings, we'll give you the bird. Down the stretch, we come final segment here on a hump day edition of AFR, presented by Plucker's. One thing left to do, find out what we're betting on tonight. Time for Otter Locks. Otter Locks. Presented by Lofton Staffing Services. At Lofton, we put people to work. Call us today at 924-0200 or go to lofton.jobs. So we turn to the one and only, the incomparable and all the incomprehensible, the Oddfather himself, Jimmy Ott. Otter, how are you? I woke up 
I'm feeling the cheesiest, coach. Cheese, 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 cheese. Hey, you should know. You've been in radio long enough, though. You can't just drop that because now i got to do a reset of the whole damn bit. That was like an hour ago. Come on, man. We were talking about Cheez-Its. Are Cheez-Its overrated or underrated? That was during last hour. Anyway. That's, and, and, and you put it overrated, so boom. Immediately, no, 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 all right. No, 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 Okay. Because okay. I put cheese, I put cheese in his grits, and I'm like, I won't come feel the cheesiest coat. And then, and then, and then, what does your 17 year old son do? 16, 17 year old son. He does not acknowledge it. Yeah. So, yeah. Whatever, Dad. Dad's so stupid, Dad. Oh <laughs> boy. Oh boy. Yeah. All right, Otter, we got a little bowl. Of, hey, by the way, nice 2-0 and o day yesterday. Otter gave us Eastern Michigan and, and uh, Liberty. So the back door was can open I, for Liberty late. Enjoyed that can I, uh, I saw your post. Can I correct a uh, Twitter post, a tweet? What did I do? Night? What did I do? No, no, not on you. Okay. But somebody said, oh, vomit, uh, vomit, whatever. Yeah. Uh, back door cover. A back door cover is a meaningless touchdown Bingo. to cover the spread Bingo. at the end. Boom, boom, the game boom, boom. was still in doubt. was a two-point conversion away, and they had three and a half minutes. So a meaningless boom, touchdown boom, boom. in garbage time. There you go. That was not a that was, that was not a backdoor cover. And you know what else? And, and, and listen, he might not be the only one that thinks that way. But no. That's okay. But that's you know okay. what else? But, you know yeah. what else? We're also looking at a scenario in that game, Otter where you had a goal line stand in that game. You had Liberty miss a field goal and a PAT. Oh. There were, look, you, you play it out. You go the way it goes. I'll, listen, I'm cashing that ticket with no apologies. Let's go. Uh, Liberty, Liberty left some points on the table with their yeah, short kicking game. Let's yeah, they, face it, they missed like a 20-yarder, a 25-yarder. That, that was after the muff. Yeah, uh, that was before the muff. That was before the muff. So they missed that was two? To three. Yeah, that was after we recovered a fake I mean, a, a muffed punt at the 10, attempted a field goal, and missed it that, left. That's what I was saying. It was after the muff. Yeah, after the muff. Okay. I was, I was talking about the the, the, the the muff or the drop on the snap from uh No, the muff punt. Started, the literal okay, exact yeah. thing I just yeah, said. Punt, after the, the muff, punt. Otter. Not, Come on now. Not the muff snap. I'm, I'm all muffed out, dude. All right? <laughs> oh my God. It's fall season. Come on, coach. Right. <laughs> I'm all cut feeling cheesy. <laughs> okay, all right, all right, all right. All right, all right what do we got tonight? Out a little New Orleans Bowl action? South Alabama and Western Kentucky. Remember the Troy game last Friday? Yeah. They, oh, uh, yeah. Them, them in Texas, San Antonio. It was two conference champions. It was 11, a couple of 11 and two teams. Troy wins to go 12 and two. Troy, hell of a season. They win the Sun Belt, a good league this year. Hey, remember that uh, Hail Mary in Boone, North Carolina, against App State with game day there? I yeah, mean, oh, they yeah. should have won that. It's, we're looking at a team that should have been 13 and 1. 13 and 1 with a one loss at uh, Ole Miss, where they were outgained by like 80 yards to open the season. Not exactly embarrassing, okay? South Alabama gave them all they could handle, okay? 
this is a team, thoughts of some contact in Mobile. They're coming. They're excited. And it's one of the things that uh, I kind of, you know, the the the, uh, the the fan excitement is sort of reflective of the team excitement. And I think that's something like that's not really high with LSU. Going to play Purdue in Orlando. So anyway, uh, South Alabama's going there. And they're, they're excited. They're kind of a startup program, the whole bit. And also, uh, Western Kentucky, both of their quarterbacks hit the transfer portal a week and a half ago. Now, last week, one of them comes back. Now, he's the newcomer of the year, and that helps uh, That helps Western Kentucky. But they also lost their all-conference center, their starting offensive t- tackle, who have entered the transfer portal. So this is uh, more transfers out for Western Kentucky and also South Alabama. Um, there, are two, there, um, there are two losses, again, to Boone. And the other one was a walk-off field goal at UCLA in yeah. the Rose Bowl. So, I mean, this is a really good team. First year, Kay, uh, Kay Womack signed a contract extension last week. So, I just really like the, uh, the South Alabama tonight. Now, Bruce Marshall has a pick on the total. And I'll just give it to you now. He'll, we'll, we'll, uh, we have the clip of him explaining just why. But this total tonight is six. Is what you're looking at, 56? Uh, I'm looking at 50. It's up to 58. 58. I played oh, it yesterday fine. at 57, by the way, because I heard Bruce on your show. Okay, okay. So tonight's total, again, uh, 50, 57 or 58. It's still going over 10 of the 12 games they've had. So uh, no problem with the uh, weather inside at the dome okay. tonight. So Bruce likes the over. I am on South Alabama. Do we have an early game tomorrow? Uh, thir- uh, 6.30 p.m., Air Force Baylor. All right, yep. we'll be here for that one. All right, Otter, where are you tonight? City Slice, Mike's and Pizza. All right, y'all get on by see the Otter. Otter, we appreciate it. Have a great show. All right, thank you, Matt. All right, man, if you're uh, listening to Otter next, if you're not in Baton Rouge, online at 1045ESPN.com. That'll do it for us. Trivia at Pluckers, T-Bob and I at Oliver Twist. Muse Pauly, thanks. We'll see you tomorrow at 3. AFR. As we get on down the road, remind you about Shawbills Tire and Auto Service. Shawbillstire.com. Bumper to bumper auto service and name brand tires at wholesale prices. You know where to find them there at Shawbills. If you're hitting the road, make sure before you hit the road for Christmas, you bring the vehicle to Shawbills. Or maybe you're in town and before you hit the road to go home, bring it to Shawbills. 17 locations across South Louisiana. So there's never one far. You're never far from a Shaw Bills location, I should say. If you need that tire rotation, if you need that oil change, check engine light, brake squeaking, whatever the issue may be with the vehicle, bumper-to-bumper auto service and name brand tires at wholesale prices. Nobody is going to sell you better tires for cheaper than Shaw Bills. Go to the website, hit the promotions tab. You'll see all of the current promotions they have, including the 25 days of Christmas promotion. Check it all out right there at ShawBillsTire.com. Shabillstire.com for more than 50 years. Shabillstire.com. Shabills, where we keep your role. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at Chabacasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.